Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Discover Podcast. Super, super excited for you guys to be here. Um, just wanted to just thank everyone who's listening and um, just to share this with your friends because today is a special message for me personally. And I'm really excited to share it because I, I mentioned it last week that I want to talk about prophecy and the heart of prophecy. What I have learned from um, interpretation of dreams and, and visions and all that stuff. And I want to really base it off something that's very important to me. That's obviously intimacy with the Lord. So I want you to share this message with everyone because I know everyone has the ability to prophesy, the, the ability to interpret dreams and all this stuff uh, that the Lord has taught me throughout the years, um, which has been only five years in my life that I've been a Christian. But since then, God has been speaking to me about this one subject, but because it's based off being intimate with Jesus. So um, I want to base it off a of scripture, and this is, I know it's going to bless many. Uh, it's in the book of John. So if we go to the book of John, chapter 13, I'm going to do this in English because my, my app is in Spanish. All right, so this is when Jesus is actually betrayed, right before Judas is even told, you know, to do what you have to do by Jesus, right? So I want to start at 13, and uh, chapter 13, verse 18, I'm just going to read the story, and I'm just going to go from there. So I want, there's something in this passage that I want everyone to just catch on, there is a heart behind John here. Um, the one who was actually laying on the Lord, he was actually on his chest. You know, some scriptures actually do say that. And I, I just want to capture the reality of the prophetic. Um, I remember the one time the Lord actually did speak to me uh, in this way. I'm like, I actually asked him, why is this person looking this way? Or why does some people interpret dreams? Or how come they're always, you know given signs you know you don't just tell them plainly you know i mean because this is this is what happens the lord gives us signs and wonders and sometimes we don't understand what they mean but i want to make sure that we all actually have the ability to interpret dreams visions all stuff that the lord gives us and it's amazing because this is this is just the character of jesus i'm going to share I'm, just this is what this is what jesus is doing he just loves to show himself still as he did in the old days for example um, when someone, when he would give parables, he would actually say something not plainly. And I love what he says, you know, those who have ears to hear, you know, let, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. We need to listen and understand what the Word is saying, what the Spirit is saying. We have to both listen and understand. Those two things are super important. But with the Spirit, we can't do this without Him. So this is why intimacy is super important. And I love it that every single time he actually had a parable, the people didn't, had no clue what they were saying. What he was saying. He had no clue what Jesus was actually saying or what the parable actually meant. And amazingly enough, the disciples were the only ones who said, you know what, Lord, in the secret. They said, they pulled him, and the scripture, it says all the time, he pulled him aside. They pulled Jesus aside and said, what did you mean? And then it said, Jesus explained to them plainly. Like he literally explained to them everything he was saying plainly. So this is the heart of prophetic. This is the heart of interpretation of dreams, vision, all that stuff. It has to deal with relationship. Relationship is super, super important for this. So this is what we need to do. Um, so I'm going to read, and this is where this is all this is all headed, right? So I'm going to read John 13, verse 18. And um, just this one story, and we're going to see what the Lord does, right? It says this, uh, verse 18, I am not saying these things to all of you. I know the ones I have chosen. But this fulfills the scriptures that says, the one who eats my food has turned against me. Talking about Judas, right? I tell you, I tell you this beforehand, so that when it happens, you will believe that I am the Messiah. I tell you the truth. Anyone who welcomes my messenger is welcoming me. And anyone who welcomes me is welcoming the Father who sent me. 
Now, Jesus was deeply troubled, and he exclaimed, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at each other, wondering whom he could mean. The disciples Jesus loved was sitting next to him at the table. This is talking about John, right? There's other scriptures that says the one who was laying upon him, uh, the one who was laying on his chest, the one who was cleaning next to him. Um, Simon Peter mentioned to him to ask, to John, who's asked, hey, who's he talking about? Like he's saying to, to John, Peter's telling to John, ask him because you're right there next to him. You're, you're the closest one to him. Ask him. Remember how I was saying before about the, uh, the disciples going to Jesus and, you know, uh, going to the secret to ask him? What did he actually mean? This is the heart. So that disciple leaned over to Jesus and asked, Lord, who is it? Now, you know what? The craziest part about this is, is that I'm pretty sure that John, even though he heard all this stuff, and I'm like, he even asked, who was he talking about? Because he actually, he actually heard what he was saying. By the simple fact that he was just laying upon Jesus, he had more intention to just lay upon him than to actually know. It's funny that everyone else was actually wondering who it was. But I felt like John was the only one who didn't even care. He heard what's going on. But man, like I'm on Jesus right now. I'm laying upon him. This is what I just deeply want the most. I can't even imagine a physical person laying against Jesus. Like it's just so beautiful, right? To be leaning against Jesus. Just leaning against the creator of the universe. The great I am. The Alpha and the Omega. Beginning and the end. That to me just sparks my heart like crazy. John says to him, who are you talking about? And then Jesus responded in a beautiful way. He says, it is the one who I give the bread I dip in the bowl. Now, ironically enough, he didn't say it was Judas. And I feel like <laughs> when God tries to give the secrets of heaven to his people, he does not just say it plainly. And I feel like this happens to a lot of us. Where we know God is saying something, but we just don't know what he's saying. Like God gives us something. He gives us a dream. He gives us a vision. But like, man, what does this really mean? This is where intimacy is very important. And this is, I, I, I love this because he loves, he really loves to just have that question, that doubt and that thought in our heads. Why? Because it causes us to say, Lord, what are you talking about? That's called relationship. That's called intimacy. Interesting enough, no one asked Jesus, who is it? They asked John to ask him. And John was the only person that said, Lord, who are you talking about? And Jesus only responded to, to John saying, it's the one, it's the one whom I give the bread I dip in the bowl. So when he does this, uh, we're going to read, and then it says, and when he had dipped it, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. And then when Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him. Then Jesus told them, hurry and do what you're going to do. So guess what? John was the only person who knew who it was. Because the Lord gave him a sign. He didn't say it was Judas. He said, it's the one I gave him the bread. And John, I'm pretty sure he's looking at this scene. And he sees Jesus giving the bread to Judas. And he says, oh, snap, it's Judas. But look what it says here. It says, then Jesus told him, hurry and do what you're going to do. And this is the amazing part. None of the others, none of the others, except one, at the table knew what Jesus meant. I don't think even Judas knew what was going on. Since Judas was their treasurer, they thought Jesus was telling him to go and pay for the food or to give some money to the poor. So Judas left at once going out into the night.
to me, this was always and it has been the heart of prophecy or interpretation or the prophetic signs and wonders. When the Lord gives signs and wonders, I know what Brian Guerin always says is he's always speaking. He's always saying something. Always. And it's up to us to really understand his voice in this way. And when we understand his voice in this way, he will allow more signs and wonders because it's like he's trusting us with his signs and wonders, with the prophetic, the dreams that we're always trying to not interpretate them, that we're always writing to Jesus to find the meaning and interpretation. So in other words, in this, but th this is the beautiful part is that even here, even as John, like the heart of John is super beautiful in this because it's literally saying, hey, like it's not about just interpretation it's not just about doing some it's like the lord loves to give signs and wonders to someone who doesn't care i'm not just saying that they don't care it's that they're actually so occupied in being with jesus that the lord has to give you a sign and a wonder to say hey i'm trying to talk to you but you're so distracted by me which i love but i'm going to give you something so you can actually understand I remember Brian. Brian Guerin to me is one of the the uh, a huge pillar for prophetic signs and wonders because he's he's filled with them. Like the Lord speaks to him. He's written books about this stuff, and he's always the same, the same thing. It's the Lord. It's intimacy. Just the same thing. And I remember like asking the Lord one day, like Lord, why is it that you speak to him in signs and wonders like the way you do? Like it's crazy. Like to me, it's super crazy. And I asked him. I, I literally asked him this, why? And then the Lord actually brought me to a saying that he always says. Uh, Brian Guerin, he says, um, man, I don't care what you say. I just want you to speak. I just want to hear your voice. And that just, the Lord told me that that type of heart, that type of mentality, that type of relationship with Jesus, it requires signs and wonders for you to hear what I'm saying. That type of intimacy says, I just want to see you and nothing else. I don't care what's going on around me. I don't care what's going on in heaven, on earth, or even below. I just want Jesus. So Jesus, he, he desires this type of intimacy, but he also desires prophets to actually give instructions to his people. Because I, I mean, I've heard, and I've said this many times, like, man, I just want to go in a cave somewhere and just be with Jesus for the rest of my life, which is beautiful. Like, I think that's the great, greatest thing we should do. That's probably the best thing we, sh we should do, or we could do. Um, but obviously the Lord has a plan and he wants to fulfill his will within us. So he doesn't allow us to be in a cave for the rest of our lives. He allows us, to, he wants us to be intimate with him and still complete our callings in our lives because the people are going to help. People need to receive the gospel. People need to hear the message. It's so important to, for servants to, to serve the Lord. You know, it's not just being with Jesus and that's it. So this heart of saying, I just want to be with you and nothing else, it's amazing. But because that heart says, man, I'm just looking at Jesus. I'm just looking at Jesus. I'm just like John. I'm just laying on Jesus. I don't even care what's going on. The Lord sometimes gives visions. He, he many times gives dreams. Because we're not running after the Lord. What are you saying? What are you doing right now these days? It's just, no, I just want you. I just want to be with you. That's what, that's what these people are actually saying. And in that moment, God gives them a vision. God gives them a dream. God gives them a sign. God gives them a wonder. God gives them... God gives them, I don't know, like maybe a diamond or a feather or gold dust or all this type of stuff that happens in the supernatural, in the natural realm. This is what the Lord does. And because of that, even with a new, this type of intimacy, we say, Lord, what are you trying to say here? 
Now it's like the Lord is saying, you're looking at me way too much. I'm going to give you something so you can actually take your attention off of me for a bit so I can tell you what I'm telling you. To me, that's always been the prophetic. I, that's just the way I believe the Lord speaks sometimes, that he likes to do this to his intimate ones because it's like, man, you need to stop looking at me for a second because I'm trying to tell you something. That's why he gives visions. That's why he gives dreams because sometimes we're so just wanting to be with him, which is amazing, and he loves it. But he wants us to just steer our attention just a bit to what he's actually wanting us to say in the moment or to say to his people or the calling that he's asking us to do. Like he wants us to just at the same time, prior to intimacy, he wants us or he wants our calling to be fulfilled. So this is what happened with John in this moment. He was so in love with Jesus. He was just laying on his chest, just listening to his heart. And amazingly enough. This is what I, I see. Like It's like I can see John react to what Jesus is saying. It says that you know, he was heartbroken and he said, someone's going to betray me. You know, And I'm pretty sure John was just so focused on the Lord at that moment. Focused on his heartbreak instead of the one. It's so crazy because John didn't really ask the question, who is it? And it was Peter who asked him, go tell him, go ask him. And then John says, Lord, who is it? So this is to me, when he dips in the bread, in the wine, in the bowl, he gives it to Judas. To me, that's a sign. It's equivalent to a sign or a, a, a vision or a, a dream. And we have to interpret this. But through the relations that we have, because everyone saw the sign. Everybody saw the fact that he dipped the bowl, uh, the, the bread in the bowl. And everybody saw that he gave it to Judas. But nobody knew what it meant. And to me, that's one of the most beautiful things right there. Because only one person knew. It's the one who asked them. And was next to him to hear. It's the one I give this sign to. This sign has a meaning. This sign has purpose. This sign has a name on it. And only one who asked and was given the sign. Or the interpretation of the sign. Knew what was meant. What was going on. But only by being next to Jesus. And only by being able to listen to his whispers. That's the only person that can really hear the prophetic. And only can hear the interpretation of signs and wonders. Well, the reason why I'm teaching this message is simply because I know for a fact that in these days, God's going to be speaking loud and clear with these types of signs to his people. Because God's about to do amazing things on the earth. Like the Lord's been showing me a lot of things. You know, I think I mentioned it last week. What, the, what God wants to do in this year. He's actually asking us to go in the battlefield this year. But this really requires true direction from God. And there will be visions. There will be dreams. There will be signs and wonders that will be given to his people. To really see what the Lord wants to do in these days. What he wants you to do in these days. This is why I'm teaching this message. This is why I'm preaching this message. Why? Because people need to understand. That first of all, in order to listen to his instructions, we need to first be listening and being next to him. But I feel like these days he's going to be whispering super, super quietly. And we need to really understand what he's saying. Because well, I don't want to be the one who he gives the, he gives the sign to and I have no clue what it means. I promise you, there's been so many times where I get dreams from God and I have no idea what they mean. But you know what the best part about this is? That even if I don't know what they mean, in I, I still have the ability to interpret them. Not because I, I'm the one who knows how to interpret dreams. I don't know how to interpret dreams. I really don't. 
I have some idea. Yeah, sometimes this works, sometimes it doesn't. But I promise you something. There's only one thing that always helps me interpret your dreams. That's my relationship with Jesus. It's me always asking, Lord, what did you actually mean? Why did you say this? Why was this here? Why was that there? What does this thing mean? What was that person there for? Like all this stuff in dreams. Like I, I, I say to the Lord, like, why did you do this? What is going on here? What, what is actually, what is it that you're actually saying? That's what he needs for someone to really interpret dreams. Because I promise you, he doesn't just want to give you dreams. He still wants relationship. He still wants you to react in your relationship with him. He still wants you to find, he wants you to pull him aside and say, Lord, what did you mean? And then he explains to you plainly what he meant. He loves to speak in parables. He loves to speak in mysteries. Why? Because he loves relationship. He loves dependency on your relationship with God. He loves your dependency on his relationship with you. He's able to give you all the answers just like he did with John. And no one else knew what it meant. But simply because he asked plainly, who is it? And amazingly, he didn't even say who it was but the name. He says, and I think he does it just so he can identify in the scripture that it's just the intimate ones who really will know his secrets. So I just wanted to share this today as an episode because I know the Lord is doing something amazing. I feel like people here are receiving dreams, they're receiving visions, and they're not sure what, what, what it means. I'm not going to go into the depths of this color means this or this number means that. Um, I still am clueless about that stuff. I really don't know much about that stuff, but I promise you something. I've come, I've, I've had so many dreams in the past and I've had visions and uh, the Lord's given me the grace and the ability to interpret them. But because I'm always asking him, Lord, what are you saying? And I promise you, there's been dreams and visions where I get them and I have no idea what they mean. And, and I'm, I'm literally saying this, like every single time I get a dream, I, I don't have the interpretation right away. I feel like I have something, but like, I don't feel like it's complete. Like, man, I don't think this is, this is what it really means. So I just leave it on the back burner. But I'm always asking Lord in my head, like, Lord, you gave me this dream a couple weeks ago. It's still in my head. I'm not giving up on it. And, but it's like every single time I come to him, I, I speak to him wherever I am. And that dream just pops in my head. And like, Lord, what are you trying to say? Like, he's trying to tell me, like, just continue to ask me. And I promise you at the right moment, at the right time, I'll give you the interpretation. But it's requiring us to really, really depend on our relationship with Jesus. This is why we speak to him every single day. This is why we read the scriptures every single day. The scriptures are super key. They're, they're a huge, huge key for interpretation of dreams. Because he will use things just like Joseph. Just like uh, Daniel. Like he still speaks in these types of dreams in these ways that we need to have a true, like he who was saying like, I can't interpret dreams. Joseph was saying this. And Daniel said the same thing. I know someone who can. It's the, it's the Lord Almighty. He's the one who helps me interpret the dreams. And this is the only way we will be able to. So this is the heart of the prophetic. This is the heart of signs and wonders. This is the heart of the miraculous. This is the heart of the supernatural. It is intimacy. It's laying on Jesus. It's laying on his chest so we can actually understand his secrets. Brian Guerin always says that there's always something about the prophetic. There's always something about the miraculous. There's, some, there's something. He's saying something. Everything is his voice. He loves to speak to his children. He loves to speak to his people. But this is how. He wants to do it. He wants to do it through intimacy, through relationship. And this is this is the only way. The more intimate we are with him, the more clear his voice becomes to us. And those whispers become screaming words to us compared to other people. Like I can't even imagine the revelation that John had when he saw Judas taking that. It's like, oh my gosh, it's Judas. And no one, no one was no one else knew what was going on. 
Only he knew. So this message is not about the prophetic. It's about intimacy. This is about being with Jesus and really depending on our relationship with Jesus always. So I want to pray as I end this episode because I really have nothing else to say about the topic. I mean, it's just him. There's nothing else. I want to pray that we all depend on our relationship with Jesus. That we continue in everything that we do every single day, that we continue to really depend on him every single day. If he gives you a dream, talk to him. Ask him, what does it mean? If he gives you a vision, talk to him. Ask him what it means. If he gives you signs and wonders, you see something on this specific time. I mean, maybe one other episode, I'll go into the, the depths of, you know, like time and colors and all that stuff. But I, I really, I, I mean, there's not much to say. There really isn't much to say. But because this is, I, I don't just do things from the numbers or the time it happened or things like that. It is very important, I promise you. But I promise you this, is that I still rely on my relationship with Jesus to interpret all these things including the numbers, including the messages, including everything. So I want to pray that we remain here in this place of intimacy with Jesus always. Because this is where everything comes from. Everything. Everything consists in him. So Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for the reality of his presence in our lives. I ask you today, Jesus, that you... Take us into a new dependency, a new depth of dependency of your presence, of our relationship with you, Jesus, because we desire to hear your voice in these days. But now we understand that we just need you. So Holy Spirit, make Jesus a reality in this moment for everyone. And let us truly, truly fall deeply in love with you in these days. More than ever before. So thank you, Lord. We thank you. We love you. And we bless your name, Lord. And we just thank you because you're leading us into deeper realms of your presence this year. And we will be used for your glory, Lord. Everything, you've tell, you, everything that you say to us, everything you, you, you give to us, the signs and wonders, Lord, we thank you because you are speaking to your people. And thank you for the ability for us to listen. And now give us the ability to understand. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Right, guys, thank you so much. I hope that blessed you, man. I really felt super blessed with that message today for myself. Like, man, it's just awesome to really just be here and like, <laughs> this is so cool. Like, remind ourselves every single day that it's just him. Jesus, Jesus always is just Jesus. So um, I hope that really helps you connect with the message I did last week about the Trump prophecies and all that stuff. Because it is, it's the same thing. It's all him. Like, we need, it, it all revolves around Jesus and it has to. So everything that's not revolved around Jesus, I didn't want to mess with it. I didn't want to touch it. I don't. I didn't want to. I do. If it's not revolved around Jesus, I really just don't want to mess with it. Like I, I, I'm. This is my cornerstone. This is where I want to be. This is where I always am safe. This is just Him. So there's no. There, you can't go wrong if you're just surrounding yourself by Jesus, or surrounding everything you believe or do in your life around Him. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I, I pray that you encounter Him more this week and that you just continue to fall more in love with Him. And that you continue to discover him. Uh, and we'll see you guys in the next episode where we just go back into the book of Romans, which is very powerful that God is doing some amazing things in the book of Romans. And um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. See you guys in the next episode. Take care. Blessings. Bye-bye. <music>